You're listening to Profit Without Worry, episode number 122. We are in some crazy times right now, my friend. Let's talk about how crazy times can bring out the crazy in all of us and how to avoid letting that lead to a big mistake in your business. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Hey there, welcome back and thanks for tuning in. I've got to be honest with you, I'm a bit behind and by a bit I mean a lot behind in my podcast production because the last few months have been totally insane and then the last couple of weeks we got the announcement that all our schools were closing down until at least the end of April with all the coronavirus stuff, meaning that now, on top of running a business, I'm basically homeschooling my kiddos. So, if you hear, I don't know, yelling, (laughs) banging, footsteps running up and down the stairs, it's all right, it's just my kids going bananas, locked up in the house. (laughs) Fun times here. I don't know about how it is at your house, but, you know, here it's uh, fun times. The, the one good thing I will say is here in the Seattle area, it's cold, but it's sunny. And I'm so thankful for that because we can get out in the afternoons and go take a walk and at least, you know, get some of our energy out, staying away from other people, but, uh, you know, getting at least out of the four walls of our home. I hope that you're able to as well. It is totally nutball around here. Um, If you didn't know this, I live in a place called Woodenville, Washington, which is right next to Kirkland, Washington. In fact, I live about two miles from where all the coronavirus stuff happened in the United States at the Life Care Center in Kirkland, Washington. It's about two miles from my house. So we've kind of been at the epicenter of this for a while and... Um, yeah, it's kind of nuts. So hopefully it's not so nuts where you are. All right. Um, anyway, I've been prioritizing and focusing on client work ahead of anything else in my business right now, because I want to make sure that my clients are super taken care of. And I'm really thankful for all my profit without worry systems, because as you know, everything is just nuts right now. Like nobody knows what to do. And I don't know if you've seen that in your own business or have how you've been affected by this all. Um, and you know, even is this messing with your marketing plans? Is it messing with your growth plans? I know I've had some folks reaching out to me and saying things like, should I be marketing? Should I be doing stuff? And really it's, it depends. It depends on how you do it. And we're going to talk about that a bit today because the long and short of it is, I think if you do it from a place of trying to agitate people's fears and make them feel like they're missing out, I think that's the wrong approach. I think if you do it from a place of, hey, we're all in this together 
And as long as we're hunkered down, let's hunker down and focus on something that's going to get you to where you want to be. That's a different kind of marketing. But, you know, you have to make those choices for yourself. And so right now I am... Uh, I want to dive into some things that I've seen from my past and things that I've fallen into before. Um, I mean, we've never lived through something like this, but I have fallen into this trap of feeling anxious and stressed out and overwhelmed about my business. And I want to draw on some of those lessons that I've learned and really share them with you today because I think I think that it's really easy um, to get carried away when our emotions are high and when we're worried about our future, right? So let's dive into the show. You know, it, look, it's times like this when everything seems to be going sideways that all of a sudden someone, <laughs> a, a guru, a business celebrity, somebody that you follow will come out with a hugely compelling save your business regs to riches type story. And they're trying to sell you on their strategy or their tactic or their magical approach to, you know, suddenly have new clients just like rushing your front doors. And if you haven't seen it already, it's coming. In fact, let me just pull this up because I wrote this a couple days ago and and then I sent it over to my writer who does my... Um, show notes in my email for me and not even, I don't know, not even maybe two hours after I sent it, I got a text from a business celebrity. And let me just pull it up here because it says the text, I'm not going to tell you who this business celebrity is, but the text says this, wow, things are getting crazy out there with the virus. That being said, it's more important than ever, all capitalized to set up and grow your virtual company. Today, I've made my business coaching team available at no cost, all caps. My gift to you, one-on-one personalized coaching today only. You know, full capitalization and then a link. Get a good strategy to thrive in the face of this coronavirus challenge. Now, if you don't know, that's a slick way of having a sales conversation. And... Some of these people I follow simply because I want to see the kinds of tactics that they're using because it helps me keep a pulse on what people are getting out there. Like this is not somebody that I would actually ever buy anything from. It's just somebody that I that I follow because I want to understand kind of what people are doing out there. And it it's crazy because I wrote this out and I sent it to my writer and then not even two hours later, I got this text and I started seeing some ads in my Facebook newsfeed. I started seeing some emails show up and you probably have too. I have to tell you, you know, if you haven't seen it already, it's coming. I know it. I've already seen it a lot. You might have already seen it too. And it's gross. I want to call it out today so that you don't fall for this because frankly, We need to stop rewarding this yucky, nasty, exploitative behavior. What these kind of people are doing is playing on our fears. Our fears of the unknown, our fears of not being good enough, our fears of not being established enough or smart enough, our money fears, um, societal fears, and more. 
They're tapping into fear to get us to make irrational purchase decisions in the hope that we don't miss out on some magical regs to riches, money-making window of opportunity. And just saying it out loud is gross. And, and you know, if we were to take a step back, we would say, ooh, that's not what I want to do. But it's easy to get sucked into this. It is really easy to get sucked into this. And I want to call the behavior out because my biggest marketing mistakes have always happened when I've fallen for exactly this type of shiny object, FOMO, you know, fear of missing out, marketing, oh my God, you're going to be out of business unless you jump on this bandwagon type of marketing. So let me share a big story plus a few lessons from that story in the hopes of stopping you from any fear-based buying frenzy. Because if you haven't seen it already, it's coming. And I just like, I just want to put this out there. If you didn't need this offer or this product or this service last week or last month, you probably don't need it right now. Okay. Um, I always, I always think like, you know, do I, am I making purchases for my business? Yes. I have key people. I have a VA who I certainly couldn't run my business without. I have the scoop team who does a lot of my um, email writing, like they do all my editing for me for my show notes and my, they write my emails for me and all that kind of stuff. Of course I'm continuing to buy from them. Am I going to buy other things? Yeah, but it's only stuff that has already been on my plan that I want. I am not going to fall for any of this fear-based marketing frenzy because it's really easy to get sucked into it. And then as you get into it, you're like, why did I do this? This is not me. So I just want to put that out there, okay? I'm not saying don't buy stuff. Certainly, if it's something that you need and it's something that was already on your radar and it's something that you're already working towards, do it. But you're not missing out on anything and you certainly won't have some rigs to riches story simply by jumping on some fear-based bandwagon. That's what I want to put out there. All right, so here's the story. So my big social media mistake was Blab and Periscope. Do you even remember Blab? I don't know. That It was only around for about a year, maybe a year and a half. So back in 2015, when Periscope and Blab hit the scene, it was Looney Tune-O-Rama. People were going bananas for the ability to live stream directly to an audience. Because, of course, at that time, Facebook Live, Instagram Live... They weren't really available yet. You could do some live streaming on YouTube, but it was kind of clunky and um, you had to like drive people to it. So the difference with Periscope and Blab is that there was a built-in audience. It was novel. It was new. It was cool. And it felt like if I wasn't in there kicking butt and taking names, I was missing out. The idea of going live to thousands of people was intoxicating and there were a lot of business celebrities out there really pushing this idea. And for me, honestly, the whole video thing was really scary too. I I drug my feet because I did not want to be on video all the time. But back then, again, there were these influencers and business celebrities who were pushing their courses and their mentorship hard saying that Blab and Periscope were the next YouTube and that we could all be the next Marie Forleo by 
you know, following their magical plans to be first on the scene, grabbing these big audiences, making a name for ourselves, all this kind of stuff. And I've got to tell you, I'm no Marie Forleo. (laughs) Only Marie Forleo is Marie Forleo. But I fell for the pitch, hook, line, and sinker. In fact, I remember how anxious and worked up and worried I was about missing out on this tiny window of time, this window of opportunity. Right now, I have to be acting. And I cannot tell you how many hours, days, weeks, and months I wasted doing, or if I'm really honest with you, trying to do video on Blab and Periscope. Blab was easier because I could invite Um, a peer or a friend on and we could just have a conversation. Periscope for me, I just felt like I was talking to myself. I would get trolled. Like I just, I did not like it. But it didn't work for me at all. And part of it is that I didn't like it. And part of it is, is for this other reason. So yes, did it work for some people? I think so. I'm not really sure because I've never seen anyone's business numbers that back up that they got sales and clients coming from either of those sources. I I never saw one single potential client or client who was getting business from Periscope and Blab. But since Periscope is still around, I assume some people must find value in it. But here's the thing though. I was jumping on a bandwagon. I was trying to force myself, my business, my audience, my message, and my business model onto this live streaming video platform that didn't fit. That didn't fit at all. I don't like video. I get nervous. I talk way too fast. I say dumb things and then I just keep talking and talking and talking and talking, trying to overcome that dumb thing. I'd beat myself up in my head. Um, And all in all, I just hated it. I wasn't ready. I didn't really know who I was talking to at that time. So again, that was 2015 to 2016. And or what I was even really talking about. I had zero way to get people interested in jumping off Blab or jumping off Periscope and into my actual business. So I was totally random. I had random topics random messages, random times of day, random tactics. I was just all over the place. Just random, random, random. If you were around my business then, I mean, thanks for sticking around. But you were probably pretty confused about who I was and what the heck I was even doing. (laughs) Like, what was I offering? Who was I talking to? And for good reason. I was confused too. All I was doing was following the next big trend. I was trying to jump on this bandwagon, trying not to miss my big opportunity to be the next Marie Forleo, whatever that means. So everything I was doing on Periscope and Blab was based around a fear of missing out. Not around anything that was proactive. Like it wasn't me saying, Ooh, this is what I really want to do. Or this is how I know I want to um, connect with my people. It was like, if I don't do this, like it was this pressure, like a pressure cooker. And I learned a really, a couple really good lessons. So lesson one is I needed to know myself. The first lesson I learned is that I really, really needed to know myself, like beyond just knowing myself. I need to know who I am, and how I show up best for my audience. 
I know for sure that I do not show up best as a supposed loudmouth video personality. I am not, in fact, Marie Forleo. I am me. I am Michelle. <laughs> and I need to choose marketing that lets my own unique talents and abilities shine through versus trying to force myself to be a really bad copy of somebody else. It's a lot easier to say no to the fear-based, you're going to miss out on this opportunity message when I know myself and I know how I best serve other people. Because I'm coming from a grounded place instead of this like nervous energy place. And I'm sure you'll find that for yourself as well. So don't let someone else, especially someone who doesn't know anything about you or your business or your audience or what you're trying to accomplish and is simply trying to capitalize on your fear and sell you something, don't let them tell you to be someone that you're not. Instead, figure out the best way to connect with your audience by being more of you. Lesson number two is I needed to know my audience. The second lesson that was really, really, really hammered home for me is to know my audience. Who do I want to serve? Where are they hanging out? Do they even want to hang out on Periscope waiting for me to go live? What I discovered from my experiment there, uh, you know, on those platforms is that my audience, they're not interested in connecting or engaging me with me on those platforms in any meaningful way. And that has a lot to do with who I attract and who I enjoy working with. These are not the types of people who are hanging out waiting for somebody to go live. These are people, the people that I love to work with and serve and connect with. These are people who are out there making things happen. They don't have time to sit around waiting for somebody to go live. They're doing their own thing. So I spent all that time and emotional effort to build up videos on Periscope and connect with people to do blabs when my audience could care less about that. What a waste of time. Number three is I needed to know my business model. So the last big lesson that I learned is that I cannot let someone else's shiny outside success influence my business model. I need to know my business model, how I serve people, how I make money, how my audience sees that I'm giving them you know, value, how I uh, want to run my business. That needs to drive my decisions. I've fallen for the shiny business model trap in the past. It's so exciting to hear somebody else's reg to riches story about how they built an amazing business and think, oh, that's the offer, or oh, that's the business model that I need to copy. For example, there are some great business people out there who have membership sites. And then all of a sudden, Everyone and their brother is talking about how creating a membership site is your path to monthly recurring revenue and money freedom. And it's easy to get sucked into the success stories without understanding everything that happens behind the scenes and how hard it can be. When I jumped into the Periscope and Blab game, I thought I had to sell high ticket packages to be taken seriously. So I totally changed my business model. And guess what? I didn't sell a single one, even though I was following the exact model of a supposed seven-figure coach. But it wasn't the right model for me. 
at that time in my business. And that was a big lesson I had to learn. So what about you? Have you ever fallen for a fear-based FOMO sales pitch? I know I have more than once. I mean, I shared one specific example with you. I've got more. So feel free to share your stories because I'm sure you haven't fallen for as many FOMO-based fear stories as I have. (laughs) But I'd love to hear them because there's a lot out there and I think the more of us who share these kinds of things and say, hey, don't fall for this, the less people will do it because it won't be as effective. And really, I'd love to invite you more than anything to check in with yourself on the three big lessons that I've learned. What is your uniqueness? If you don't know it offhand, my absolute favorite resource with this is the How to Fascinate quiz at howtofascinate.com. I'll link to it in today's show notes. I don't get paid any money for this. People always ask me that. I don't. I'm not an affiliate. I don't get anything for it. I just find Sally Hogshead's work so valuable when it comes to marketing a business and even in knowing yourself. So uh, I find the How to Fascinate quiz really worth it to find out your own uniqueness. And second, I want to invite you to really connect with where your audience is hanging out. Are they online? Are they offline? Are they on Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, Reddit? Or are they somewhere else? Where do they go for information? Who are their trusted sources? Find your audience and you'll go a long way toward eliminating FOMO because you're gonna know where your people are and what works for getting in front of them and what doesn't. And finally, before you ever make any purchase, make sure you're crystal clear on your business model. Too often, my clients and my students and even myself have fallen into a trap of thinking that there's one perfect business model. There isn't. The business model that's perfect is the one that works for you, your offer, your lifestyle, and your audience. Start with what you want and you'll be able to say no to the FOMO, my friend. I'd love to hear from you. What does Profit Without Worry mean for you? Hit me up on social media or email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. And as you were listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these insights about creating profit without worry in their own business? If you could think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? It's really easy to do from whatever platform you're listening on, or just share the URL for today's episode, which is profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash one, two, two, and your friend can listen right there on any device. And don't forget to download your freebie, Five Steps to Profit Without Worry. You can get that at today's show notes or profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free so that you can see what it takes to create a movement with your marketing. All right. I hope you have an absolutely amazing week and I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place on another great episode of Profit Without Worry. See you then.